Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Nine minutes after one. Thank you so much for being with us on Life Happens. This is Pimelo Mutine with you until three. I do want to just bring your attention, and this is something that's been happening over a couple of weeks now. We've been getting lots of um, emails, uh, SMSs, and so on, people saying, I am just mad. I'm mad because I've received my electricity bill in Johannesburg, and I just don't know what's happening. So when we came across this article by Feral Hafeji, um, it really was interesting to see because she then penned what is possibly the problem in, in Joburg electricity billing. And so we asked her to come and just maybe share with us what she thinks could possibly be behind what we're seeing as a spike in the billing in Johannesburg. So Feral joins us now on the line. Thank you so much for making the time to join us, Feral. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. Nice to be with you and nice to hear that there's more people. I've seen a lot of it already. Huh? It's it's really been quite incredible because I think more than anything, Farrell, is people not, number one, just not understanding what's on the bill. So it's it starts yes. there. There is this complexity on how the bill is being presented and, and people who think they're well-read just saying, I don't understand it. Yes, yes. It's, it's incredibly difficult to understand. Um, and I spent a, a couple of weeks or a little bit longer than that trying to, trying to figure out what each line item and, and what's happened to costs in Johannesburg. Um, and I, I look forward to hearing Mr. Hinda later, but it's undoubtedly clear if you look at some work that ESCOM's done that we are paying by far, by far the highest electricity rates in the country. Okay, so th- there has been an allowable 6.3% tariff increase. Yes. So that was, that's okay, that's above board. Um, but other things seem to be happening there. And I'm going to bring in Frank Hinder here from City Power to just sure. also, you know, concur with some of the numbers that we're going to bring in to see if we are right. Um, and maybe let's see what he has to say. But sure. Frank, thank you so much for being part of the conversation. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am, and good afternoon to the listeners. As we said, thank you for having me. Thank you for making the time to talk to us, Frank. It's incredibly, it's incredibly difficult to understand the billing. I think it's more than people resisting payment. It's what am I paying for? Why is it so complex? Well, the the, the city power bill for electricity is not meant to be to be complex. However, there is a regulatory provision that guided us to say that we must use inclining block tariffs for energy charges, meaning the more you consume, the higher your consumption level goes, the higher we charge for the energy part. The higher you charge. The more you consume, the more we charge for the energy. And and that is in line with the regulation terms um, as issued by NASA. Perhaps that's exactly the way. Yes, ma'am. I, I was saying perhaps that's that's exactly where the problem is, in the sense that there is this block charge that is happening, which I think in itself is quite contentious. Um, the blocks, and I and I believe that there was a resolution of sorts to to get rid of this block charging. Where are we with that? Now we we are right now charging um, five blocks, a block one up to five hundred kilowatt hours. And the next one up to a thousand, and 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 so it goes up to two thousand and to three thousand. Um, that's what we are charging right now. Uh, we are we are in the process of, of of undertaking a cost of supply study, 
and uh, if the course of findings of that study in, inform us, otherwise we may review the number of blocks, for example. We, for example, reduced on the residential prepaid. We also used to have five blocks that were since been reduced to three. Um, um, similar changes could be done uh, depending on on what the findings of the supply studies that we are undertaking. So, Frank, so am I wrong in saying that there was an undertaking that there will definitely be a review on the even the model itself of block charging? Am I wrong in that? No, no, we, we did not necessarily undertake uh, this. We didn't undertake charge. So what are you, we, what have you undertaken and, um, to do? Every, every so often, every five years, we do a cost of supply study, mm-hmm. which would then re- review the, the tariff levels and the tariff structures. And as an outcome of that, we might um, review the tariff um, blocks. Okay. But for now, we have no such undertaking. And maybe to complete, otherwise yes. we have a service charge as well as a capacity charge. We're going to go into um, that. We, we, we're going to go into that. Yes. So if we look at these charges, there is a service charge, which is, I think it, it says 147.74 a month. Um, and that is a charge to recover some of the, it's an, an administrative cost. Then there's a capacity charge, 435.24 a month um, for, I suppose, managing the actual uh, power stations and so on. The network surcharge, what is that? The network surcharge is, is, is in the form of a tax. That's it, uh, six cents on a kilowatt hour consumed. However, the residentials are exempt for the first 500. And that that got two aspects to which, for which those funds are utilized. First is around the refurbishment, but also to, uh, to cater for the demand-side management programs that the uh, city City Power and the City of Johannesburg may uh, may have, but isn't that already management is, isn't that allocated in that capacity charge? Remember, the capacity charge is meant to cover issues around operating and making sure the network is available. That's what it essentially um, um, covered for. Help the, us the distinguish the two. Charge is a ring fence amount that is specifically used for purposes of for refurbishing. And, and reinvestment into the network. Okay. Um, <laughs> Farrell, come come in there. Before I go I'd, I'd love to come in there. So, so firstly, ESCOM sells to the city at a certain price. The city adds a cost to that mm. already. And so these four charges that you're seeing there, they're in addition to that. Mm. Now, I'd love to go to NERSA, and I think I'm going to do that next, to see whether this is, in, in fact, legal or whether it's a stealth tax, because each of those charges would appear to you to be the same thing, a service charge, another service charge, a network charge, etc. Mm-hmm. And my, I, I think that when Mr. Hinda says the increase has only been 6.3%, if you add 6.3% to each of those mm. charges, uh, Pamela, that's where we're ending up getting such um, such huge bills. And I just got so much information in from people here. Yesterday, someone sent me a note saying that City Power has now added another band. So they've, in fact, added in a block rather than beginning to simplify it and mm-hmm. take it um, take it away. Um, and I think where Mr. Hinda can't really argue, and yes, people have been at home more, so maybe using a lot more during lockdown and during winter, but it still can't come up to the kinds of bills that we've been seeing. And if I'm looking at that, uh, 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 Mr. Hinda, when you're saying that maybe the first 500 block 
uh, kilowatt hour block is exempt for residential uh, homes, it then automatically means to me the more you use, the more you're paying. As a principle, it's a bit odd. Yes, but remember, all all the all the electricity provide service providers, including ESCOM, um, is on the inclining block tariff for residential customers, and that that stems from a directive that came out of the regulatory process a while back. So ever since then, for residential customers, we have always had five blocks. So we haven't increased increased the number number of blocks. And, and just to clarify, the exemption is to say that the network surcharge is not charged on residential customers for the first 500 kilowatt hours that they consume in a month. Yes, I However, understand the that. Energy charge is there. The energy charge is there for, for consumption, which is about 142 cents. Yes, but, but... And I must also then clarify that the reason that we have got... Um, because you could as well have a simple... Um, a, a much more simplified bill, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the regulatory process again compels us to to aim towards um, having a bill that is uh, um, transparent. In other words, um, they they are saying that we are moving in a process whereby your capacity cost, um, I mean your network availability cost, should essentially mostly be recovered from a capacity charge. Um, so and and we are in the process of migrating to that eventually. That's why and and by the time you get there, and in terms of the tariff methodologies, if you are able to fully recover the the fixed operating costs via fixed charges, that's when you will reduce the energy charges um, to be in uh, to be almost a pass through as it comes from the bulk. Um, Supplier, <laughs> but if I may, add, if I may I'm going to ask you, um, uh, Mr. Hinda, Mr. Hinda, just a second for me. I've got to take a quick break, and and you've said a lot, and I think a lot of what you've said has gone right over our heads. We need to slow down and bring it back to where we can all understand what you're saying. I'll be back with more. Um, I'm with Feral Hefeji, who's from the Dairy Maverick Associate Editor there, who's penned this piece around the, the way in which City Power has been charging um, Joburg residents, the electricity, the electricity, which we've been seeing from a lot of your communication with us. It has been slightly problematic, or at least you don't understand it, and suddenly you are sitting with a really massive bill. We also invited City Power Manager of Pricing and Tariff Structure, Frank Hinder, who's with us. So you can start dialing in now. In fact, if you want to ask questions, 011-714-2006. I know we're touching, we're touching on a lot of technical stuff. Maybe this is a time to start clarifying that, making it simpler so that all of us understand what exactly we're paying for. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. We're going to be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. We are speaking to a City Power as well as uh, Associate Editor at um, Daily Maverick, Feral Hefeji, who, who put um, an entire, you know, it's a very precise piece of what it is that we don't understand about what we're seeing on our City Power bills. And many of you have been asking the question, what on earth am I paying for? I don't understand it. And suddenly it's, it's become far more than I can afford. So we're going to unpack all of that for you. Seven uh, seven one four two zero zero six zero one one seven one four two zero zero six. We've migrated to this number. Please use that from now on, or you can send us a WhatsApp on zero six one four one zero four one zero one zero seven. Let's take a quick voice note before we come back to our guests.
Hi, this is Arp from Cape Town. Of course it's right that you pay more the more you use. I mean, to pay a higher amount once you go above 500 kilowatt hours, it's fair. The, first of all, the environment can't sustain the amount of energy that we're consuming. And second of all, they're trying to subsidize the people who use only a small amount of electricity, poor people, by making the people who use a lot, rich people, pay a little bit more. Hi Pamela, Lunga from the Western Cape. Um, what City Power is doing is basically uh, forwarding on the cost and the admin fees that they need to allocate on the on the co on, on I mean network av availability. So what does that mean? Does that mean that people that are City of City Power clients, when there is load shedding, have power? That would be a very simple question. Thank you. All right. Farrell, that very first voice note says, of course, it's, it's expected that the higher you go, the more you should be paying. It doesn't quite make sense to me. Am I missing something? Well, I suppose if we take into account the, the, the requirements that we think about our energy footprint um, and that we do mitigate against the risk of climate change, of course, we have to be careful about that. So there is some sense in that. But what I do want to look at is that city power's um, costs are 400 times more expensive than Chani, Ekurulene and Cape Town. And this is in a document from ESCOM. So Mr. Hinda can say that's not true, but actually they've done the calculations and have shown us that we're paying much more. And I think that's something that we all know. As to all those charges, Pavelo, it's, it's often, I'm not sure if you've experienced it, is that before you even start using your electricity, mm. you're already sitting with a, a cost of maybe between four and 700 rand, mm. depending on your mm. um, consumption averages. And on top of that, there's still, there's still that. So what many people are pointing out when they start posting their bills is that oftentimes your rate electricity and water bill, as sanitation well, is more expensive than your bond. And that can't be logical, not here and not anywhere in the world. Frank, do you want to respond to that? Yes, first I must I must be very clear that we have not we have not seen this the, the study that that has been referred to in the article, nor has it been shared with us. Okay, then However, are you denying that you are? Extracts, when so, I look at the extracts mm -hmm. of the article, I, again, Mr. Hinda, let's let's, let's park the article for a I'll, second. I'll Tell us, it to Mr. Hinda, I've got it on my WhatsApp. But Mr. Hinda, let's let's park then the article. Talk to us about what is. Are you 400% more yeah, than the other cities? That's why I'm saying that we, 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 are, we are contesting to say that our, our tariffs are not 26% higher than ESCOM when you compare like for like. But are you more expensive than other cities? Mr. Hinder, are, are you, your administrative costs in Johannesburg far more than what other cities are charging? The service charge is in line with what other cities are charging. But there's a other cities are not necessarily charging the surcharge as well. Now, look, if I if I can say about the other cities are charging service charge, which is in line with ours, even Egrulenia has got it. But they're um, not adding a network charge and a the network capacity, surcharge. They, they don't they don't have a capacity charge. Mm -hmm. um, all the cities. Why do we However, have a capacity charge? Energy charge. Their energy charge is at a premium to what we charge for energy. Now, 
we are we are advised that it's sensible to have a capacity charge. And I can come back to it's that. It's quite and, steep. Eh? And also Let, the caller would ask about the availability charge. Let's then so, talk about it. network no. is available. Mr. Hinder, let's let's do one thing at a time. Don't come back to it. Let's deal with okay. it now. Deal with the capacity charge, which is 435 rand, 24 cents. Why do we have it and other okay. cities the don't? Purpose of, the, the purpose of the capacity charge is to make sure that the, that the, that, you know, that the cost of operating and making sure the network is available, it's fixed. It's not, it doesn't vary with the level of consumption. So let me give you an example. But you've given us if that definition, somebody, um, Mr. Hinder. I'm asking yes, you why is no, it that I we have it? I want to explain what it means. But you have. What it means. But you did have. You did. You did do that. I'm worried about time and giving people a chance to speak to you. So you have given us a, a definition and why it is that it's charged. The question is why are we charging it, whereas other cities are not charging it. The other cities are not charging it because their energy charge is higher than ours. Give us a comparison. They're not charging it directly. Give us a give us they a comparative fees. Give us the comparative. For fees. example, um, for, for example, if if we um, if we take our our first block mm-hmm. is 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 one hundred one hundred forty two, but that caters for one hundred forty two, mm-hmm. and then the next block is one hundred sixty three. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Egorleni, which is in that next block, they they charge two hundred thirty four rand. I mean, two rand forty-four cents, much more than what we charge. On average, they are at eight hundred kilowatt hours. Their energy charges are about twelve percent higher than ours. But that's at I the mean, third um, block. I was looking at. I'm looking at ESCOM. Sorry, I was looking at ESCOM numbers. On average, um, their ESCOM's energy charges are higher, higher than ours. Um, yeah, but but average, but then but it's only if... because they don't charge the capacity charge, but it's because uh, the but hang on, Mister Hinder. But hang on, Mr. Mm-hmm. Hinder. This is then to the point of the person that sent the first voice note who was disagreeing with me, and I and I understand why they were disagreeing with me. It then becomes optional. So if you're going to be consuming all the way up to the third block, you then will be penalized. But whereas the capacity charge, you don't have an option. So before you even switch on the plug, it's already there. That's exactly why we have this. Because remember, whether you consume electricity or not, the capacity electricity must be available. When you switch, when you touch the plug, it must be, it must light must go on. All right. Let me give us and, a but quick when break, you Mr. Charge Hinder. For energy only. When the person doesn't consume, it doesn't contribute to the cost of making sure the network is available for them. So you are That's concurring. Why it's sensible to have. So you are you do Thank concur you. that we are more expensive than others because we pay before we even switch on the lights, whereas Ekuruleni, you'd have to be a high-volume consumer to be paying that. No, what we are, what we are saying is that um, for 800 kilowatt hours a month, Ekuruleni tariff B is in the same ballpark as yeah. ours. But we are saying at zero. We are saying, but their structure is different. Structure is um, different. Okay, Mr. Hinda, Mr. Hinda, let's take a quick break. Uh, Ms. Havaji, let's take a quick break. I'm going to go to the headlines at 1.30 and then we can unpack this further. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM.
Thanks for staying with us. Afero Haifiji is from Daily Maverick and uh, she wrote all about what is possibly happening with our bills, City Power bills. And Frank Hinder is uh, from City Power and uh, he's giving us some responses to all the questions that we've had around our bills. Farrell, you wanted to say something before we went to the headlines. Yes, I'd, I'd like us to, to go slightly more big picture, but just to say at 800 kilowatt hours, the same document says Johannesburg is 26% more expensive than ESCOM, and Kuruleni is 18% more expensive, uh, Shwani is 13% more expensive. So, so this is data that's been uh, sourced officially, and, and I'd love to know where Mr. Hinda is getting his from, but perhaps the, the bigger issue here is that I, I do feel that the city is using electricity to fund itself, the revenue from mm. electricity to fund itself, because during COVID-19, they saw rates going down by hundreds of millions of rands. And I think those of us who have been speaking up about our bills are clear that we are paying much more than we did before than last year. And secondly, that we're paying more than anywhere else in the country. I think that's simply not deniable. They are saying that um, it's far worse. Uh, Just help us here as well, Mr. Hinder, that the rates in these, these rates are far higher for businesses. How much higher? Mr. Uh, Mr. Hinder? I mean, the rates for business customers. Mm -hmm. Is is that what you are referring to? Yes, I am. It's far higher than than residential. Then, I didn't get that part the, of it. Then the, the, the residential um, costs and pricing. Yes, our, our, our tariff structures is based on what we referred to as the cost of supply um, methodology, where you have to look at what it costs you to, on average, supply to a particular category of customers. Mm-hmm. And that's what informs the, uh, the tariff levels. However, I should say, again, if you... I am looking at um, my residential tariff model at 800 kilowatt hours, and that would be in the in the same approximation as what your, the business customer um, will be charged. Um, of course, the business tariff has got a seasonal differentiation, um, which which may look make it uh, skewed a bit. But if I look at the summer tariffs for business and the summer tariff for residential. Um, for a given consumption level, that uh, overall and there is some um, comparability. Um, okay. How do you respond um, to 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 what Miss um, Hafiji was saying that you are actually subsidising um, some of the, the the costs that you have, um, costing problems that you have internally? Uh, we're told that you guys have a really high staff bill, and at the moment, since COVID. This is one of the ways in which you're using to catch up with with some of the shortfalls that you have. Remember, in the in the midst of COVID, the uh, the tariff increase that was applied to electricity was 6.22 percent, and there was an increase that was also applied to other um, revenue generating components of the city's bill, um, in line with what was considered and approved um, by the city. Um, to the extent haven't considered the impact uh, of banking. Maybe what, what we seem to be um, uh, mixing up is the issue around collection levels and and uh, and the bill itself. The bill, the touchstones themselves uh, have increased 6.22, which is in line with the uh, NASA-approved inflation for the electricity distribution sector. And that increase was not 
much higher. So our contribution to the revenue pool, the revenue pool is not significantly different from what it was um, last year. It, it could only um, it, the matter? only difference could be that Ferial, go ahead. some of the. Uh, Go, go I don't, mean to, I, I don't mean to be rude, but it looks like the 6.2% has been um, put onto every, every item, item, in, item. The la- in the line item, so yeah. that what you come up with is, in fact, a higher increase. I mean, I have to go and understand that, but just my early calculations show that it's not applied on the glow on, mm. on one figure. It's applied on each Everything. level, which, in fact, makes the increase um, m- higher than 6%, higher. yes. Um, and I think what must what Mr. Hinda is, is not answering us on is it's very clear we are paying far higher amounts and that the numbers of people who are, who are one, taking the city to the ombud and two, taking it to court and three, raising their voices on social media shows that there is a problem. I don't know about you, Pamela, but if you try and phone in, you'll sit on that city power or uh, job call center line for an average 44 minutes. So as consumers, we have absolutely no recourse. Okay? Mr. Bucks is calling us and he's driving at the moment. Thank you so much for calling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. You're a first time caller. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Hours listener. Welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah. Ma'am, I just want to say this power uh, thing, ESCOM and things like the building and whatnot. That's why, you know, the poor people get, cannot afford it. That's why they are stealing power for the same reason. My brothers can't afford that kind of money yet. To pay for power when these people are having charges upon charges. You know, it's gone from one person to the next to the next to the next. It's a lot of a lot of money, that's a lot of money. And you know, pensioners cannot not afford that kind of money to pay for power. Mr. Hinder, do you want to respond to that? I, I didn't quite hear what the caller was saying, but I, I, I wanted to just be, be, be clarify to Apigy that She's invi- we, are, she's, we are inviting her to come. We can share our tariff models with her. But our understanding is that um, as much as we are higher than ESCOM, because we source electricity from, from ESCOM, um, we are not 26% higher. But, 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 like but you haven't, but you we have also, not. Our, our, our tariff variance is also when you, when you take the city of Eguleni, for example, uh, for that tariff, comparable tariff B, our tariffs are in the same but Mr. Hinda, um, that, you haven't... And we are willing to share, Mr. Hinda, share these models with me. Mr. yesterday lots of pensioners wrote to me after that article mm. saying we simply cannot yeah. afford these bills any longer. And I think that's what Mr. Box, your the, caller, was saying. The, it's true. Yeah. It, it's, it's two things, Mr. Hinda. There are two things. If people find it unaffordable before they even switch on their lights, it is problematic. Um, number two... You have not said we are not charging per item, which is what we are looking at. You have not disputed that. You are charging that hike per item in the bill. It's not the entire total price at the end that you're adding the 6%. You are charging it per... Are you going to dispute that? Remember, we are, it's individual elements that each one increased by 6.22. Is that, is, is that what Nursa had... Combined, they will also would have increased by 6.22. No, not the com- only one that had a slightly low. Yes, the, the, the one item that didn't increase at all is the network surcharge. It has been six cents a kilowatt hour.
for the past four years at least. Four years. I'll give you. The, I'll give you a last. I'll give you a last opportunity to 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 say your word, Feral. It it can't be that if all items are charged at six point something percent, that the entire thing is six percent. Camilla, I think we must listen to our SA Reserve Bank Governor Lesetja Khanyakho speaking ten days ago, where he said that what's driving inflation in our country is what they call administrative prices, and that's largely the price of of electricity and water, both of which gone up by 188% and 242%. And I think these two things of life are becoming impossibly priced for those of us who, who do pay for them. Uh, I've got a few people who want to speak to you uh, on on the telephone as well as those on the voice. Now, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Life Happens with Pimelo Modine. Pimelo, I'm glad that you asked uh, the gentleman there about the, the block charges and, and all that. That, uh, whatever explanation that these guys can give, that is utter nonsense. It is utter nonsense in a sense that already electricity is very expensive. How are you going to charge? What kind of logic justifies that when I buy in bulk, then you charge me as... Because their uh, initial reason was that uh, they are discouraging people from uh, using uh, more energy. So the more you buy... What happens if I if I have a thousand rents now and I want to buy electricity for a thousand because I don't want to run out of electricity when I'm when I no longer have money? That is absolutely nonsensical. What they are doing, what they are supposed to be doing is they are supposed to be going back to their crony ANC members who have stolen the money uh, of the of the of the people. Take the money from them, not and stop this nonsense of making us pay for things that that we shouldn't be paying for this is jt in the eastern cape all right that's jt in the eastern cape i'll take abdul who's also calling us from durban abdul thank you so much for calling good afternoon hi thanks for taking my call sure. uh, i've got uh, two questions for Mr. Linda. Mm-hmm. we've lived in two properties we moved out of one into the other because we couldn't afford the bills mm-hmm. but we still got bills at the end of the month for a premises that we were not occupying how is that possible? It and was, the other thing is, direct your energy towards more, more towards all the illegal connections. Okay, thank you. Mr. Hinder? Yes, ma'am? Do respond to that, please. Remember, um, it, it, would re- it will be required to, be, to have more details to understand what the customer is referring to. Mm-hmm. But we, we must also distinguish between if, if the customer... It's of the view that there are some sort of discrepancies on the invoice. The customer has the right uh, to uh, consult City Power and understand why exactly um, there may be a discrepancy. And if it is legitimate, then the discrepancy would have to be addressed and um, uh, to uh, to the satisfaction of the customer, to the extent that the, the customer is right. Lots Otherwise, of, mm-hmm. you might also find that in a complex that it may not City Power may not be the end supply to the customer. They could be what we refer to as resellers that could be the end supplier. And some resellers may not comply with the regulation to say they must charge the tariff city power would have charged the customer. Mm-hmm. And, and in most likelihood, our customers in, in our complexes are on the residential prepaid tariff to the extent that they are city power direct customers, which happen to be um, lower than the, the conventional tariff at pointing 
um, point in time. So it, the customer, if he was a city power customer, will well have been on the best city power residential tariff available. It should um, be, though. But of... if there are discrepancies in the invoice, mm-hmm. if there are discrepancies in the invoice, that has to be referred to city power and and for it to be addressed and sorted out if there indeed there is a challenge around that. There, there has been a, quite a big um just between the third, the three months that we've had a lockdown, um, and before that, they, there has been quite a substantial a number of people who've complained and are querying their their bills. Surely that should be of a concern to you. Remember, there are two: it's the rate and the volume. Now, during the lockdown, we were we were locked down, and and and. There was a curfew, so we had to spend a great deal of our time inside our houses. And and in a, invariably, you would then be consuming more electricity because you'll be cooking three meals, it's only one. Or you, and you will be doing so many things in between that would use electricity. So invariably, the usage of electricity, especially in a residential home during lockdown, um, may have been higher than normal. And a customer that usually uses 800 kilowatt hours in a month would have ended up using 1,200 kilowatt hours, and therefore it paid, would have paid, paid more. Not because the rates are higher, but only because they use more electricity, because they are at home, confined to the house in the interest of um, managing the pandemic. Colin, you're calling from Cape Town. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Vanilla. Good afternoon. And, and good, after, good afternoon to your guest. Um, of course, now, good afternoon. Different to Johannesburg. Here in Cape Town, which I can't fathom, if you use, in money-wise, 350 rand, and you buy on the first of the month, you get 63 units. Now, uh, you get 63 units, and out of that 350 rand, you get about uh, 200-odd units. Now, that never, never, never covers a household of three or four people for a month. Now, my argument is this. You buy, you buy that um, 350 rands worth of electricity, you get your 63 units, and once you put in a gain, and the unit cost you 1 rand 7, but after that 350 uh, rands units are finished, which is about, around about the 20th of the month, you put in another 100 rand. They charge you 209 rand a year, uh, 200, uh, 2 rand 9 cents a unit. So, for 100 rand, you only get 48 units because you've already used your limit. And now, when they do increase electricity, I would like to know for the last 5, 10 years, when they increase electricity, increase the tariff rate, they never increase the unit rate. In other words, uh, your 350, they never say to you, right, we'll give you up to 500 rand. So that is telling me something. ESCOM does not, and I agree with your caller, ESCOM, I've never known of any company that does not want to buy your product. So the more you buy, I can't put, I would love to put a 1,000 rand in, but then I'm on high consumption, on two rand odd. So I'm going to run to the shop every now and again and buy 20 rand, or 40 rand, or 50 rand, which to me is unthinkable, man.
Okay, we'll t- continue to take your calls on 011-714-2006. It's a new number, 011-714-2006. And when we come back, we'll try to wrap up all of this and see um, how we move forward because it's quite clear to me that with all the explanations in the world, we're nowhere near coming to a place where people feel like they're not being robbed. The sentiment remains. People are not feeling very happy with the way things are at the moment. So at some point, we need to come to a point where we feel like we've been heard. And that, I think, is the point of this conversation. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So um, my guests are Feral Hefeji as well as Frank Hinder. Frank Hinder is from City Power. Feral is from Daily Maverick. Uh, I, I get the sense, and, and I think this is where the problem is, um, and I'm addressing both of you, but particularly to you, Feral, a lot of the people that have come to us who were desperate, who, who had their bills with them, who say, I want to pay. I have been paying, so I have no intention of not paying my bill. But this looks ridiculous. They felt like nobody was hearing them. And they were told, no, you know, lockdown, exactly what Mr. Hinder was saying. Lockdown, you spend more time at home. But it didn't somehow land with people. And part of the problem, and I want to hear your take on this, Feral, is that we don't have enough journalists on the ground to help people understand what it is that they don't understand. So I'm looking at the bill and I'm saying, I understand that maybe I've used more electricity, but this doesn't look right. But I don't understand no. and I don't know how to defend myself or even speak up for myself. Um, so, Pamela, sorry, I've got to run after this. But it's very clear to me that our bill shouldn't be so difficult to mm. understand. We're human beings. We are not all electrical engineers. And secondly, there's no way that we could have used, like, 400 to 1,000% more electricity than in, in lockdown than we were using before, which is what the city is trying to make us um, believe. And thirdly, we have to understand we're paying the price of state capture. I was reading today that the Guptas are now basically doing what they did here in Uzbekistan with our money, is that we have seen electricity costs spiral, and often it's poorly run municipalities that use revenue from electricity to to run themselves and there's no doubt that we are paying way more than we should and I think that uh, as as citizens we should make our voices heard about these things. Thank you so much Feral. really appreciate it. I think it's given it. Yes, thank you very much for your time. Feral Hefeji Daily Maverick Associate Editor. And here's the point of all of this. Until the article was written People didn't quite know what to say and how to express what the frustration is about. You know, you don't want to be a citizen that doesn't follow the law. You want to pay, but it somehow feels unfair. And that, I think, is where the problem is. I'll come back to you, Mr. Hinder. Let me just take Ndogozo from Durban. At the moment, she's in Durban. Hi, Ndogozo. Hi, Pamelo. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, This gentleman mentioned Uguchi during a lockdown. People were at home, so Mm -hmm. that's why their bills were high. Mm Mm-hmm. I was saying to your lady, I was not at my house, but my bill did not go down. I went to my mother's house, mm. but the bill still shot up to these 900. So they must really tell us the truth. So we'll do all right. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Hinder, a lot of people have had questions around. They didn't ordinarily, they would have people come and check the meter. Uh, during lockdown, nobody came out. The response from the city is that, yes, you are able to still read the meter um, from where you guys are. But that's where some people feel there is a discrepancy. How do you respond to that? 
Remember, if, if, if there is a legitimate discrepancy, then, then it has to be investigated on a case-by-case basis mm-hmm. and addressed accordingly. Mm-hmm. Because um, for as much as we supply electricity at given rates, it is our intention to charge customers for what we have recently consumed in a given um, time frame. Mm-hmm. And if they, and, and all we are saying is that there could have been, there should be, have been a slight increase in consumption. But um, every individual customer has the right um, to be addressed as a customer individually for the case to be assessed. And if there is merit in what the customer is saying, then we should be responsive um, in that respect because we are only allowed to charge for what the customer has reasonably consumed in a given time frame. And that has to be very clear. And it's only unfortunate that without looking at the bill, one wouldn't be able to respond to an individual customer. But that individual customer um, has to refer to City Power um, as a customer and is entitled to be um, um, addressed so that we assess so that we see if there is anything unusual on a customer's um, customer bill. Let's take more of uh, some of your voice notes for Mr. Hinder. The only thing that will bring the price of petrol down, I mean, price of um, electricity down, is if they open up the market, stop the monopoly. NERSA, as a regulator, is supposed to regulate the price. Uh, it's supposed to regulate the price and competition in the market. That's what they're supposed to do, to make it cheaper for people. So allow uh, more companies, or more suppliers, and that will bring the price down. Not one monopoly and focusing on the price. Pumelo, good afternoon to you and to your guest. Uh, we have the same problem in Durban, Itigwini municipality. It's high time the citizens of the country take up a class action against these powers to be. Because they don't listen. Thank you, Ronnie from Devon. Mr. Hinder, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to sort of just uh, round off this conversation and, and maybe um, there is something you want to say that we, we have not uh, been hearing well. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to, to, to say something, I suppose. Yes, ma'am. Um, there, are, there are three points that I would really want to highlight. Mm-hmm. The first one is around the reference to the administered uh, price and Ms. Hafeji referred to what uh, the Reserve Bank has said about that. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. But remember, we, um, as a utility that gets bulk of its supply from, um, from, the, from ESCOM, we, we are really um, a to it in, the, in this, um, in pumping through the cost that we have been, that we are getting from upstream. So otherwise, the power itself, our tariff increase over the past seven years have been in line with NERSA as approved. In other words, that administered as we haven't really we haven't asked. In fact, if you look at our seven year average, the moving average for the, over the seven years, it was slightly lower than what uh, the administered price allowed from is allowed for municipal entities were. The second one around the study is to be very clear that we haven't seen the study. We are, uh, it would have been nice to see the inputs to the studies so that we have been able to understand. However, we are, we are willing to share our model with Ms. Afiji so that she can understand it because we have a slightly different view that, uh, that um, 26% higher for a comparable ESCOM residential custom. 
And um, lastly, uh, with respect to issues around um, potential discrepancies on the bills, I just want to reiterate that customers have the full right to re- refer um, if they are out of the view that there are uh, they, they potentially are discrepancies on the bill. They have the full right to refer to to city power and for it to be attended um, to individually on a case-by-case basis in the mm-hmm. assessed accordingly. If we remove Ms. Hafiji out of this conversation, it then uh, stops being personal. And, and I want to know from you whether the perception, with all that you've said now, the perception coming through from everybody that's called in that they feel robbed, does it not bother you? That's why we are saying that... Um, we 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 are regulated in the entity. We have to charge our tariffs in accordance with what has been approved, and we can only follow those guidelines. On top of that, um, customers are entitled to be charged for um, what they reasonably may have consumed, um, because um, based on our structure, we we charge for consumption plus the service and capacity charges that are not related to actual consumption, but otherwise. Um, that provision is there, so no customer should feel robbed, and 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 if they do, they should refer uh, their invoices to us, so with City Power investigates um, each incident and see if there is anything untoward. Yeah, my and if so, then make uh, a corrective act- action. I hear you. My question was: Does it not bother you that people feel that way, that they feel robbed? You are in the, within the law, but does it not bother you that so many people are calling in feeling robbed? Of course, the, the, I mean, the, the COVID-19 and the lockdown and so on, it came with its own challenges. Um, and it had its impact on the, on the economy. But um, City Power is not in the business of robbing customers and, and shouldn't be robbing customers. And, and uh, if customers have uh, challenges, again, we should please refer that to City Power and we, we look at because we, we can be doing that to our customers. All right. Frank Hinder is the City Power Manager of Pricing and Tariff Structures. Thank you very much for that. Two o'clock, let's go to Utsi Lasago for the latest in SABC News.